Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. Reindeer. Had a very shiny nose. Like a light bulb. And if you ever saw it. Saw it. You would even say it glows. Like a flashlight. All of the other reindeer. Reindeer. Used to laugh and call him names. Like Pinocchio. They never let poor Rudolph. Rudolph. Playing any reindeer game. Like Monopoly. Merry Christmas. Oh, 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 oh. All right. Tis the season. We're going to be talking about. <laughs> Uh, Nicole really enjoyed that. I was We're gonna not be- ready for how deep that was going to come in. Like, I knew when it was coming, but like, I just didn't know like how. And that was classic. And I loved every second of it. You're welcome. I mean, it clearly shows that I have range. I, I'm a, <laughs> what is it? Bass all the way up to soprano of the highest. You, you don't have, you can't do soprano. <laughs> yeah. Speechless. Anyway, from bass <laughs> to soprano. Um, we will be hitting across the range as we uh, tis the season, talking about dating during the holidays. Dun, dun, dun. I know why is it's not that, a bad like, thing. It's not a bad thing, but there is like a bad like. Nah, it's just a. Sorry, it's just no. I mean, why, why, why do you feel like dating during the holidays can have a bad connotation? I feel like there's so much pressure that's put on holidays and like gift giving on holidays, especially Christmas, like geared around Christmas, Mm. like that special gift that your significant other is going to get you. What was your most? And then you get, and then you get a box of lip gloss. That sounds personal. Do you tell us But it's about receiving, right? Okay. Yes. That's the holy answer. Now, can you get, that was the personal that was very personal. So can you elaborate? I do have a, I do have a bad experience and, um, I was dating someone for quite a while and it was, I can't, I can't really remember if it was our first Christmas or our second Christmas. Even if it was our first Christmas, we had been dating since like February. So like, it wasn't like we've only been together for like a month or two. Like we had been together for a minute Right. and it is Christmas and he's over at my house and I get my gift and I'm like super excited to open it. And it's, I, I got it in like a small bag and like, you know, like if you put jewelry in a box and it comes in a small bag, like, you know, you cut, you can guess. I jumped the gun a little bit. Right. And um, what did you think it was? I just, cause I don't want to, I was just hoping like, like a, no, 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 not an engagement ring. I was thinking like a necklace or like a, like a really nice necklace or like a, like something like a earrings, nice earrings, some kind of jewelry. It was a box of um, gosh, dun, dun, dun. four little lip glosses from Sephora. And I was like, I had, I don't, I, I definitely didn't play it off well, because I'm pretty sure like my mom or my sister or someone was there when I opened it. And so they, they knew. And I was like, I really tried to like, oh my gosh, I, this is so. And you know me, I don't even wear like really any makeup. Like I think chapstick, mascara, and a little bit of brow pencil. And that's what I wear. So like, I'm not even like, I don't wear color. I don't. Yeah. Just question. Cause like, I'm going to play 
as we often like to play angel's advocate. You already know, I see you shaking your head because you know where this is going to go. So I'm going to, I'm going to play angel's advocate and I'm going to um, give him the benefit of the doubt. One, did you have chronically chapped lips? And he was like, this is like the, the, then get the me priority. chapstick. But he wanted your lips to be popping. And so he was like, yeah. okay, so that's, that scenario is not okay. So we especially can if you know me, if you know me, if you know me, know me, especially as much time as we spent together. Yes. I am not a lip, am I a lip gloss or am I chapstick? Hmm. I feel like if you know me for a week, you know that I'd go chapstick. Yes. You're right, I mean, right. I mean, I guess I've never thought about, I mean, if someone asked me that question, I think I would answer it correctly. But yeah, I never really thought about the fact that you don't really wear a lot of lip gloss. Or makeup in general. Yes, you're very. And maybe it was his way of like, hey, spruce it up a little bit. I guess it could be like that. But to me, that should have been like a stocking stuffer. Right. Not like a gift. Yes. Very different. So, I mean, what was in this? Was it like different colors? Like it was four different colors, like a light pink and like a uh, like a um, burgundy, like a dark lip. And then there was a red and uh nude like just like you know how you get the clear not nude yes. but the clear so clear pink literally like a, a shade of rate of red but like from red to pink or pink to red whatever we want to go to it so that was it there's four clear pink red and then burgundy okay so like angel's advocate so you got like four gifts <laughs> they can't see my face yeah I just I know I just want them to mistake that that silence I want them to understand the face it was that emoji where it's like the lines like just two like was it horizontal lines for the eyes and the horizontal mouth yeah like you tried it all Mm -hmm. right I did try it and I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt um Mm -hmm. that he technically gave you four gifts that were super practical Mm -hmm. Your lips were probably popping that holiday season, thanks to whoever he he was. Mm-hmm. He shall remain nameless. But I mean, I think when you do you feel like that was indicative of the fact that like he didn't know you that well, or he just wasn't good at buying gifts? I think I think knowing him and like thinking of it now is he's a very, um, this is not in a bad way. He's just very simple. And to yeah, him, that's in a, <laughs> I think anytime you use the word simple outside of like a math problem or something, it's going to be in the bad way, but continue. No, he just to him, like spending the holidays with my family like spending christmas day with my family and like the time that we get to got to spend together and like doing christmas with my family and his family like to him that was a gift like to him that's how he like he showed his love and affection is that i'm gonna invite you into my home and i'm gonna come spend time with you at your home like and we're not we're gonna do it together so i think in the grand scheme of things when i look back at it like i was not gonna lie really pissed about the gift and I was like I don't I don't even want to go to his mom's house now I don't want to do with this like um but looking at the grand scheme of things how we spent our Christmases with my family and his family um and we did that I think we spent two or 
two Christmases together, almost three, three, three mm-hmm. Christmases together. And that's how we spent a lot of it was one and two. So to him showing his love and affection was for us to spend that time together on the holidays and doing things that we love and being with the people we love. So, um, I, I just, I mean, we're going to have to delve into that, like definitely on an upcoming episode, like talking about love languages. Cause I feel like that dating during the holidays, if you are, it's, I think, a great opportunity to really learn more about love languages, because I think this is the time where everyone's really waiting on, well, let me not say waiting. I think everyone is like really um, sentimental and looking for mm. love and not necessarily even intimate love per se, but just like love of friends, to love on friends, um, family, whatever. And so knowing people's love languages is going to be so important during the season because like for me, gift giving is not, I like sentimental gifts, mm-hmm. but like you said, for your ex, he clearly loved quality time. That's yep. why when it came time to give a gift, he was like, uh, lip gloss, like shades of red <laughs> lip gloss. And he was like, that's enough because we're going to be spending all the this entire, time together yep. and that's going to be your gift. My, what is it? Kanye said, like my presence is a present. And he maybe took that very literally and was like, us spending time together is going to be better than you receiving whatever jewelry. The materialistic side. Yep. And yeah. That obviously was not mutually, um, I guess, appreciated. So, wait, no, I, I mean, mean that, was it, that was like literally completely without shade. Like it was, I was trying to speak <laughs> very um, sensitive. Okay. okay. I just want to, it's just, yeah. No, it was, it was completely without shade. I promise. I promise. I promise. <laughs> but yeah, like gift giving, I think during the holidays is, is really interesting. Um, but yeah, I think it really helps to key in when it keys in and introduces like the necessity for love languages because I think um especially if we as we've gotten older what we appreciate uh maybe 10 years ago five years ago two years ago is going to be different uh, later especially in a year like today I mean a year like today and even though <laughs> it's been a really it's been a really long year I feel like a year like this one I think maybe some people's love languages or how um, may look different just because quality time for some, which may not have been important before, because maybe we took it for granted, is going to be so much more important now because maybe you can't go home for the holiday or perhaps mm-hmm. um, for some people out there, like knowing if you have a loved one that's been sick or whatever. Um, yeah. I think it's just different. So yeah, definitely keen into people's love languages. If you don't know what that is, um, definitely look it up. I think it's by a book called by Gary Chapman. Uh, quote me only if I'm correct. And you know, you, I, I can Google real quick. You know, it's... Think, go ahead. Yeah. That's the beauty of technology, Gary Chapman. Mm-hmm. And if you're not familiar with it, um, you don't feel like Googling it. Don't worry. We're going to be talking about it in future podcast episodes more in depth because depth not in death (laughs) (laughs) we shall live we shall live so um we're gonna be talking about it more in depth and it's something that I love talking about because 
yeah, it's just so important when it comes to relationship. I want to take an updated one. I want to take a new one. I haven't taken one in like a year. Yeah. And honestly, every time you take it though, like, I feel like, like I said, like depending on your season, I feel like mine change all the time. Like my top three change all the time. And then even when I see it, I'm kind of like, "Eh." I have one consistent and that's it. But we'll talk about that on another show. So, okay. But you were right. Yeah. Dr. Gary Chapman. Well, well, okay. If you had to guess, what would it be? Oh, this is interesting. If I had to guess, it would be. I've it's taken so it. nerve wracking. No, wait. Quality time. That's your top. Um, okay, hold on. Uh, I want to say words of affirmation, but I feel like when I affirm you, you never really like receive it, but it's probably because you're so modest. It's After words service. of affirmation. No, no, really? words of aff- words of affirmation are my is like the one that's been consistent. Is it just my words you don't like? I don't take where I don't it's crazy because I don't take it well, but yes. I like I, I don't and you're not the first person to tell me, trust me. But yeah, it's something that I need. Well, I'll keep doing it because I honestly there's been parts I'm like I'll, I'll say oh. all these words and then you'll just like stale face me and like, <laughs> look at me like, okay, great. You can stop talking. And so I'm like, okay, but I had no idea this whole time that you actually felt the love, the love penetrated your heart. It's crazy. So, good You're not the know. first person, but yeah. And yours is for sure. Acts of service. No, mine is. It can't. Acts of service. No, I mean. It's... No, no, no. Receiving gifts. No, definitely. It's my lowest. Um, I would say my top would be words of affirmation. Really? Oh yeah. Oh I yeah. Like, words, I feel I like mean, when that plays back and the really comes, the really is going to be like really high. Like I as just... high as my soprano at the beginning. Oh my gosh. Yes. Not um, there. You're the too high for me. Too high. <laughs> no, it is. Cause I mean, that's why the handwritten card that we talked about in the past that you did for my birthday, like. I hung it up and I still have all like all my recent cards in like the last year or two, I got two card holders so that anytime I get a new handwritten card, I can post it up. And my refrigerator is, I don't want to say littered because it makes it sound like it's like, I, I love it. So like any card or like postcard that people will send, I always post it. I just love handwritten cards, but I think it's yeah. part of the words of affirmation. Like I love to read or hear um, affirmations, so. Okay, so I, I got it. I think I know where we're at or how okay. we got how we got sidetracked because we're talking about in this season, how we could have been taking quality time, like, um, for granted and that's how it kind of right. got veered off track into love languages and everything else so you were saying in this season it's going to be it could be hard or you know the whole year with COVID and going into the shutdown so continue yeah so I think we are this holiday season is so different and um, for everyone regardless of your relationship status because here in the state of California we are officially in you know our shelter in place for this second major time and so you know it's giving us I think a lot of us I think specifically singles flashbacks to 
March through, I think it was pretty much, I would say May, where um, the shelter in place was, I don't wanna say severe, but it was a lot more um, restricted. So we're kind of going back to that time where it's like, we begin to question again, like, okay, so how am I supposed to meet anyone? Or um, if you were beginning to date, you have to think, go back to that time of creativity because even outdoor activities are going to look a little different. Like outdoor dining now is um, no longer a thing in most counties. So going out to the restaurants or doing certain things past a certain um, time are no longer going to be available, which I guess is great if you're setting, trying to set boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> but makes it uh, so much easier. So much easier because this time, like, the state of California, and depending on what state you're in, your state is going to tell you to go home, not just your conscience. Sit yeah. down. Swerve. Go home. home. The street lights are on. It's it's time for you to, to make some room for Jesus and, and go back to your, your abode. Part ways. Go back to your own humble abode. Yeah. Do your own thing. Yeah. No, I think. So even in this year, even before um, COVID started, it's like, we're in this new age of online dating, right? Or app dating and all this. Uh, well, we clearly know that somebody has some thoughts about that. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I mean, yes, it's impacting. And I obviously online dating was a thing before COVID, but I think it became one of the few resources that we have i don't even say had because it's still very much a present resource we have um if you are actively trying to date and you're not going to just maybe conveniently um meet your amazon delivery guy or like the guy in the produce aisle who's also equally trying to run away and keep six feet apart <laughs> so dating yeah online dating is its whole like but how how would you say that's affecting or is it even affecting like um people who are trying to date right now during the holidays especially with like the added restrictions of covid um or like couples who are dating during the holidays how does like do you think that affects what they do for the holidays and how they move forward like oh yeah i feel like if you are doing online dating. I mean, it makes it to where if you were doing that before, especially this new spike in shelter in place, I mean, obviously it's online. So you may not do anything differently in terms of initial interaction, but then once you meet someone, um, like I said, you're kind of going back to that March to what was it? May timeframe where everything was going to be through like zoom dates and stuff like that. And of course you can still, go for walks during the day. It's not like you can't leave your home, but um, things are a little bit more restricted now. So you have to, both parties have to be more creative um, mm. in terms of spending time with each other. And some people at this point may not have the capacity to be that creative because it was a lot easier before you never had to think about, you know, how many people are going to be in the room or like where, if, if we were going to do a road trip, what the county restrictions there are, like no one thought about that kind of stuff. And now there's so many considerations that you have to take into regard now. So, um, yeah, I feel like even people who have already begun to date, 
it's still in that initial launch phase and it's still like fragile and you have to really make sure that you are both super intentional in spending time with each other and doing things that aren't just the same thing because I feel like you get bored but I do feel like have you seen people so far kind of like COVID date well? I actually yeah I have and I've seen I've seen it also not go well I've also seen the other side where it's like yeah just there's not enough effort so because it is really hard it's going to take a max amount of effort from both sides right now to make it work um and I would say that the couples that I've seen put in the max amount of effort like you've seen it you've seen their relationship jump to a, a new height like a new level like you've right. seen you've seen I don't want to say like I'm seeing people like fall in love faster, but I feel like because you have to use your most creative ideas you can right mm -hmm. off of the bat, it's like making that other person like, wow, like he's like he or she is really going the extra mile to to right. give me attention and to make it work. And it's like, dang, like. I don't know I just I love that part of it. And then there's the other side too, where it's like, oh, I was talking to this guy and which is eh, talking to this girl and you know it's just really hard and the excuse is oh it's just really hard because of COVID like it's not really it's that hard easier. it's like yeah like it's actually easier I and I'm not downplaying it if you're that person that's like oh it's hard dating a COVID look bro I've seen it done I've seen it done well and um it can happen it, it's happening it can absolutely happen why do you because I have my thoughts on this too but like why uh -oh. do you feel like it's easier to date during COVID um, that's a hard question. I feel like, I don't want to say it's, you're, we're not, e we're not easy, easily accessible. Um, but I think, I don't want to say it's easier, but I think it's easier to weigh out who's not going to make the cut for me. So I don't think that dating necessarily is easier during COVID. I mean, I, attempted it and it did not go well um <laughs> oh I want to delve into that later but no it's just it is hard I think the restrictions do make it difficult and if you don't if you're not the person that's willing to be creative and you know plan out dinner for both of us to land on our doorstep at the same time or plan something yeah, yeah. uh one of one of our friends got taken on a museum dinner date through zoom imagine imagine he like, had imagine dinner that. sent to her house and he had a museum tour set up so that they could and they went I think obviously you share the screen you know they go through the museum together and you're walking through and you get to look like was that easy probably it's not right we have to use all right. this technology to get things no but in the sense of like making um it's a small gesture that literally costs you what seconds of your time but you get to spend so much more of it with that other person like I wouldn't necessarily say it's easy, easier there are more hoops you have to jump through I just don't think the simplest things right now to take time out to impress me like it's it's simple you don't have to go and like jump and do all these things like I don't need you to show me all these extravagant things you can literally just hop on zoom and take time to just you know call me or set up something that's it's the small things right now that are going the long ways mm -hmm. and i always like it's the little things that matter your effort your time your consistency um and i think 
it, I don't know. I just feel like we have all the time in the world right now because we're shelter in place. So it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's easier to just spend time with that person or not even spend time, make time for that person because we got time. So much time, so much more time. And I think you brought up really good points in the fact, like the, the characteristics that get highlighted during this time that yes, it's not quote unquote easier to date because I mean, even if you're healthy, people you know are healthy, you are still employed, so many things that, you know, are a privilege during this time, just the pandemic in and of itself is just stressful. I mean, mm-hmm. just across the board, it's stressful. So I think that can make dating just mental space, right, of, of, of sacri- being sacrificial at whatever level to get to know someone and stuff like that a little harder. But I think the points that you brought out and the characteristics that you would kind of need during this time to truly date well, like being consistent and intentional. I think the benefit of dating during this time kind of weeds out the people that really aren't trying to do that. And you can find that faster because I feel like during this time where, you know, you can't travel as freely or, Uh um, you know, being able to go to like happy hours or other social events, even basic things like game nights, um, you know, where you would have large amounts of people in a room, so many different good distractions, social distractions that we used to have, you don't have. And so maybe you met someone and then you didn't hear from them for, you know, a week or two, maybe pre-COVID, it wasn't that big of a deal, right? Because your life was so much more busy and dynamic. Uh Now, um, you now it's more clear when someone's not being intentional. Now it's more clear when someone's not being consistent. And I think in my online dating experience, I have been able to see that a lot easier. And like you kind of touched on the COVID timeline is so much faster. You can see it faster because so many of the, the distractions are taken off kind of like when you're fasting, right? Like time moves so much more slower in my experience when I, you know, when you fast, because maybe you are fasting social media and, or food or whatever things that usually took up all your time. And now all of a sudden those things aren't there. You start to really, which is point of fasting, of course, like look inwards and and try to figure out, okay, God, what are you trying to do? But then on top of that, like maybe you would have spent five hours on social media, binge watching Uh TV, doing stuff. And now you don't get to do that. And like time goes by so slow. And I feel like in the same way, it's like when we're dating now, it's like, okay, you really have to now spend time getting to know me and your quality conversation has to be up to bar because it's not just, we're not, we can't socialize the same way where we're distracted and I'm not really getting to know you as well. Like you have to have good conversation. You gotta be more consistent. You got to be intentional. And so, no, it's not easy, but I think on top of all of those characteristics, even if you have that, I think um, it doesn't, it makes it easier in the sense that maybe some of the pressure to have these crazy extravagant dates, like that you might've had before. Now it's like, I actually just it's really just about that quality time, right? Mm-hmm. It's really just about like, let's just go for a walk. We don't have to. Something so simple. So it's simple. So simple. And it goes such a long way. Yeah. So, so like, no, it's it's true. I mean, 
we, you can go for just a walk now. And maybe before, if like the first date was just a walk, it'd be like, what? Like, you know, we didn't go out to a restaurant. Like, you know, um, he didn't take me to X, Y, and Z or, or like even the paying part or like when it comes to the end, like we don't have to worry about that. Like it's really, cause we're going on a walk. It's free. Mm -hmm. I think right now I could see dating be easier in this financially easier. If that was an issue before, um, it's so much more nonchalant just to be like, yeah, let's go for a walk. Let's like talk over zoom or let's like, um, I don't even know the other things of like, I mean, we, when outdoor dining was an option, it could have just been as easy as like, let's just do appetizers. Cause we're really not trying to stay too long at the restaurant, you know, just to be safe, whatever. It's so much more easier. I think just to be able to come together and the focus on conversation and everything is a lot easier to promote versus it has to be these big, crazy, well thought out dates. It's like, no, I'm really just trying to get to know you. Um, so yeah, I think. It's, and I think that can bleed into, the, and I think that can bleed into the holidays as well as how willing, how creative are you willing to get for the holidays? You know, cause I do know that there are a lot of people, especially with the COVID that if you're dating or you have been dating or you've been, you know, even if you're engaged or you're married, like yeah. I'm sure the plan is like I was talking about earlier with my ex is we had always two Christmases, one with mine, one with his, like we just always, we, we weren't at a point where we could do it together yet, but we always right. did his and hers, you know? And I think a lot of what you're saying can bleed into even now dating during the holidays and bringing how, how much is that person you're dating willing to, are you willing to get on a family zoom call with all of us and meet everyone since, you know, do you really want to cross contaminate right now? No. Like if we haven't been, if I haven't yeah. been, if your family, if you haven't been around my family, I don't want, you know, do I want to bring you in there to vice versa or whatever, you know, um, keep the numbers small guys stay within yeah. guidelines, wear masks. please wear your mask. Um, but the, cre- the willingness to be creative, I think with that too, for your significant other to show how much you are willing to put in. Um, yeah. cause yeah. that's also something again, so simple. You don't need anything to be creative. And, it, and you brought up a good, cause I think, yeah, we can look at it from the single perspective, but then those who are truly dating during the holidays, you brought up a good point that they're having to kind of reconfigure what this holiday season looks like, you know, like you talked about cross contamination and, you know, like social distancing and all that sort of stuff. If you were just recently, um, if, if say you were maybe traditionally would have gone home and met the family. I think that conversation of, is that a good idea this year? Um, it has to be looked at, you know, cause it's like, is it this year? Is it really worth with the spike and everything like being introduced to a whole bunch of new people? And maybe you have older people in your family that you also have to be careful about. So maybe this year, maybe you would have met the family, but you're not going to meet the family. And I think that brings up a whole new that's what you I'm know. saying. So then how do you be creative to show? Cause then it's like, you know, yeah. you want to be there for your significant other. If you guys are then deciding, Hey, we're gonna do it for ourselves. So then the creativeness for, 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 to do it for your, for your um, significant other. And then the, how do you, we get the, the family side of it and the family aspect and how much time and effort are you willing to help to put that together or not even put it together, but to make that um, special for us. Okay, I have some words of affirmation for you. Oh, goodness. Yeah. So I think that you are really great with people. 
and you're really great at being like a cohesive ingredient in the midst of people and you're really creative I don't where is this going where is this going you know the best things you must wait for it's getting there you know I have okay. to build up the anticipation okay I'm really okay so these are these are things that I observe about you and so if you had to give the people a one creative idea of how for couples for how they could um mm. kind of interact with family in a different way especially if they have to social distance uh speaking from obviously the female perspective to a guy who's listening and then maybe like if you can flip it and and if the girl has to introduce the guy too like what you think would be a creative idea I know can, on the spot, but I started off with a compliment. So now we I'm can gonna, talk, we can talk through it together. Um, don't pull me in. I, I, <laughs> I asked you the question so you could answer. Um, I mean, I think it's really, I think it, honestly, it's so simple. I mean, Zoom is such an easy access. Like, yeah. um, I know we did that for Thanksgiving. I kind of ruined it because I took a midday nap, but I had sent an, an Zoom meeting only to our family members mm -hmm. um halfway through the day I fell asleep and took a, a nap after I after I ate and then my family I came up to like I woke up to like 17 text messages why can't I get in the room my computer had you died because I had host? fallen asleep I was a host I fell asleep and my computer died and so but I literally just made a zoom and like people like my sister and I are pretty much on there all day but like my dad popped in and like my sister went and my niece and nephew like it's just an open room that and it depends on where you're at. Like some, if you are um, at a point where your families have already met and everybody knows each other and you're comfortable, open a Zoom room and just have everyone and obviously put a password on it so that no one can, randoms can no, just pop uh, in. No extended family members who weren't yeah. invited. <laughs> Which we all got an aunt and uncle and I'm sure. But, um, <laughs> or a cousin or two. But um, yeah, open a Zoom room and just like, if you're comfortable, like, you know, for both, both families to pop in, like, just let people pop in and out. I mean, I was on zoom cooking with my family. I mean, I don't cook. So I had to talk to my mom literally the whole time or else. I, I was like, I've meals. been missing meals. If you're over um, there, I cooked kitchen. my, I, I cooked, um, a Thanksgiving dinner for myself. I was very, very proud of myself for that. Cause I, I don't am cook. proud of you. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's something so simple. Um, or even I think, and this, uh, this goes to your point of like writing and stuff as I even feel like Christmas cards in this season or any get any form of card that has mm -hmm. some sort of written, yes. um, written, um, I guess I just words of affirmation or just anything that's written to with passion or anything that's written with love or from the heart or some words that you want to tell someone. Like, I really feel like right now in this season that write joint cards to yeah. family members, you know, like, like right. You know, you, you can even put it like where you each write your own letter. Like maybe mm -hmm. you're sending it to, um, your, you know, your in-laws, right. You each write a letter to each one of them or to both of them and then write something jointly or send, you know what I mean? Like do something creative in that term to just let people know that, Hey, we love you. And like, we still 
like even though we're not together we're together and like this is where we're at because it is it's we see all those sappy commercials right now on tv about ways that you can stick around and be with your family even though we're apart and it's like we don't want to hear that right now because we're all bummed out because you know some of us don't get to hang out yeah but do something that's going to make someone feel good. So I think in this season, we've all had our moments of like pure loneliness and we've had our moments of like just sheer like depression. of like this sucks and I'm, I'm really alone and scared and fearful of what could happen. And it's like, I know that I've had solid people who's picked, who have picked me up and made me feel good about myself and made me feel less lonely. Um, so doing that for other people, like I do want to make it a point. Um, I started getting Christmas cards for my cousins and for my family. And it's mm. like, you know what? Like I went out and bought new cards, um, little teeny tiny little hint cards that are blank. And I don't, I'm not going to make, I was thinking about, oh, how can I make like my own you know, Christmas card? And I'm just like <laughs> too much, too much. Yeah. There's too much technology out there and like resources. You don't have to go that back you know, in time, but Mm -hmm. old school pen and paper, write out your feelings, you know, let people know that you're there. You know, people really, I think, take it. We have taken a lot of, um, a lot of things for granted. So making someone feel good. So, I mean, those are my, my little, those are good. I I mean, we can just go ahead and, and that we can just end the list there. I feel like those two things in and of themselves are great ideas to your point. It's like this year, going old school, like writing letters, sending Christmas cards. If you haven't done that in a really long time, I think this is the year where people are really, um, would probably overvalue something Mm -hmm. like that just because, Mm -hmm. um, for some people it means more than any of the things maybe they had on their wish list, just to know that like, oh, wow, I'm so grateful that like this year I have loved ones and people that care about me. And that's really the gift that I want. And so, yes, being able to, um, whether you're in a relationship or not in a relationship, um, being able just to think of like sentimental ways to show love to people that you care about, but yeah, definitely for couples, like if you're having to date differently and maybe you're trying to, um, maybe you're trying to show love to your partner's family, or maybe it's just not at that phase yet. And you're just trying to, um, show love for your partner and, 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 but it's at a time where you wouldn't have done things the way you typically would have done it, being able just to write them a letter or, um, something as cute as like get one of those little Christmas trees or like, I know Trader Joe's has all, has all Mm -hmm. these different like plants and just like make, you know, put that on there. Um, their doorstep. I had a good friend do that to uh, some good friends do that to me. Um, today, they just left a gift on my doorstep. And that meant so much to me because um, did I get to interact with them physically in person? No, but it just those little things mean a lot. And I think those gestures can go across different like relationship statuses. I was just going to say a little goes a long way, As, especially in this season. I think the gratitude piece comes in so much more Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the little goes a long way. Like it doesn't have to be anything big or extravagant or fancy. It just needs to come from the heart. Yeah. And I think, I think that's one of the beautiful things that have come out of COVID is how much more grateful people are for the small, simple things in their life that we probably have overlooked or gotten really comfortable with. And it's just the norm. And it's like, Hey, like just the small reminders. So I'm I'm with you there, sister. 
Now you got I, me all my feels. Like I feel I just know, like, like I'm like uh, I really just feel like I'm just like oh my goodness. Like I need to get writing my letters. Like I need to start doing my. I need to start getting like stationary. I mean, you've inspired <sighs> me. I'm like I need to get I don't know stamps. I need to get ink. I need to get like. I'm, it just stuff. like hit me like dang like even just like talking about it and like listening to you like just yeah like it's so crazy like oh it's Christmas and or like it's holiday season and yeah. we're in the middle of a pandemic and how are we celebrating how and that's a th- people right now it's not we don't celebrate because we're in COVID but there's so many things that we can celebrate and it's like talking mm-hmm. about this piece even something like dating during the holidays where it can be so um I don't want to say it's an interesting time to date during the holidays. Right. So how are we finding that? So finding that finding what? Go ahead. No, because I want with that, I'm going to with dating during the holidays from we're going to that single perspective. Like we kind of were talking about the very beginning. We have pretty much one of the few like um pretty much one of the few resources we have to like still date safely is you know online dating and so there's so many apps now out these days which um can it's a blessing right because I mean you have what is it coffee meets bagel there's Disney coffee meets bagel have you heard of that one now you know that I'm not on apps since when? Oh, I haven't had my I haven't had my hinge in a minute. Was that pretty much the only one you were using? That was it. I and the only time I did Bumble is when I first moved here, but I did Bumble Friends or you know how you can um You told actually, yeah, you told me about that. I didn't even know uh-huh. that was a thing. Mm-hmm. But I didn't use it for dating. And then I only got hinge because you and our other friend had yes. hinge. And I was like, oh, let me try it out. And then ever since then it's been like, oh, I'll download it if like I'll download it if like I'm like, oh, do I want to, and then see what's on here. And then it's like, eh, not really. So then I delete it again. And I haven't had it since I think I downloaded it in like April and May uh-huh. and then looked at it and then haven't been back on. Well, I feel like, well, I guess maybe you weren't part of that population that uh, gets into what I kind of term like dating app fatigue, which Oof. yes. So is that a much, thing? I don't know if like, any official researcher has coined it that maybe I'm the first I'm okay taking credit for it but I pretty much term dating app fatigue to be any time you are on this uh, dating app whatever whichever one you're on and maybe just the frustration of like getting really poor communication or just failure to launch situations where you're talking for too long without like ever like maybe video chatting or actually meeting up in person. It always seems like it's going around in circles. Um, and then you're just like, you know what? I'm done. Like, it's just too much. I'm deleting the app. I guess that's, that can't technically be you because you just deleted it once. Right. Yeah. It's been, oh no, I've deleted it multiple times, but like, cause I've, I've had it. When's that, when did you introduce it to me? I don't like know. last year. This whole year that my timeline is off because I feel like. But I feel like you introduced it, it was, to me yeah, it was, it was last like, year, like in 2019, not even in 2020. Or when did you, you start- didn't download it? You didn't really start using it until this year, though, right? Or maybe, I don't know. Yeah, definitely within the last year, I would say yeah. you've started using it. And then 
what would you say would be the biggest reason why you delete it? I don't, it's the same thing as like Instagram to me. So you're just going to sit here and like my picture and not like, and then like, if I, and then if I match with you and then it gives you the option, right? Like if you match with someone to put it, like who starts the conversation, I'll usually start it because I know I've kicked it back and then it just sits in their inbox and I don't ever hear a response back. And I'm like, okay, so if you liked my picture and didn't say anything when I, when I sent the, the chat to you, the ball's in your court, homie, what you're doing? (laughs) <laughs> you liked my picture. So you clearly had some interest. Did you not think I was going to say something back? So then I started sparking conversation first, like, oh, thanks for like saying stuff like, oh, thanks for liking my picture. Like I'm Nicole. Nice to meet you, you know, whatever. And like, I would just get like, oh yeah, I'm Chris. You can ask me like where I'm from, where I live. What, like, are you going to ask well, me for anything well, going why forward? Why would they do that? That's called a conversation. Like, okay, Chris. I, I saw your name was Chris because it's in your thing. Yeah. I at least gave, I gave you my name and like some other, like I said, thank you. And like, asked how you were like, how, like, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to start a conversation and ask a question. You usually answer the question and then ask a question back. So it's like, it just reminds me of Instagram. And that's why I got off of it. Like, I don't need you to like my pictures. I'm, I'm not on there for you to like my picture. I'm showing my face so you can see what I look like. If you like it, let's have a conversation. Let's maybe meet up. <laughs> Obviously you can't go to coffee, but we can do distance, social distance, you know, gra- yeah. Yeah. Zoom. Yeah. So, um, so that's my thing. That's, that's, I'm not in fatigue. I'm just not into you liking my pictures and not communicating with me about what's going on. No, for sure. I think I'm along the same line. The communication is something that's so important to me that I can stomach the small talk and I can do it for a little bit, but it's like at a certain point, I definitely want to get to something deeper than just like, what is your favorite color or what? Oh, no, it's, so what do you like to do for fun? Okay, so I'll tell you and that's great, cool. But really that question is to help open up a Pandora box of like, do we have anything in common? And giving you ideas, yes, yes, yes. And, and so, I, yeah. sorry. And I feel like right now too, I'm going to keep bringing it back because obviously we are doing the whole dating during the holidays thing. Right now is a grand time to ask, what are you doing for the holidays? Most people are going to say they're going to go home. Oh, well, what is home? Who do you get to see when you go home? That opens up for my family conversations to ask, you know, like, oh, you know, I'd love to meet up before you go home. Guys, I hope girls and guys, you're listening to this so that you can, um, I'm, I'm putting together a scripture, a scripture. A sc- I'm putting, you a prophet? I'm putting together a script. <laughs> no, I am not. But yeah, so I'm saying it's a holiday season. This is the prime time to have easy conversations and bring up easy topics to leeway in to, hey, before you go home for the holidays, I would love to meet up over Zoom and have a conversation with you. Oh, I would love, would you love to meet me at the Starbucks down this, you know, before you go home, let's grab a coffee before you go. I have, I'm going to biblically push back Uh or play angel's advocate. Okay, go. Okay. Do you think, however, that the holidays make asking, what are you doing for the holidays type? And maybe I'm thinking too deeply into it. I can own up to that. But do you feel like it could potentially... Um, I don't know, sometimes it can lead to, what am I trying to ask? I guess I'm trying to get at, 
Sometimes, don't beat around the bush. Just ask the question. Yeah, you know, we were right. Real talk. Um, <laughs> I guess the holidays, it can be difficult to date around the holidays, especially new relationships, because I think that there is some added pressure because it is such a familiar as in family oriented time or like intimate time that sometimes maybe there is, there may be a fear from either the woman or the man to ask, you know, what if we for the holidays, if we continue to live in fear, we will always, we will just continue to have singles. We got to step out of this fear of asking and just do it. Okay. I'm just kidding. That was really like a lot of sarcasm, but (laughs) and I'm trying to, and I'm, but I'm trying to really ask the question in a way to where I guess I'm trying to get at, I think sometimes it's almost like the same type of um, avoidance that I feel like at least I've experienced when it gets around Valentine's day, it's like, Mm. I don't really want to start a new relationship or like around the holidays, around the holidays, because then there's this un it becomes unspoken, um, unspoken expectation of like, it's a holiday. So like, there's something that comes with it and it doesn't need to be like that. But again, that would go back. That goes back to open communication though. If you guys have communication, if you guys are dating and there's communication there, I think this is just my opinion. I am a nobody. You are not a nobody. You are a child of God. Amen. My opinion is you got to communicate around what you guys are doing. Because if there is no expectation set for what your first Christmas or New Year's Eve or whatever look like together, if you're gift giving, if you're not gift giving, um, if there's no expectation set around that, it's, it could go real south real fast. Right. But I think not everyone knows how to navigate that. And I think sometimes that's where the hesitation comes Mm. because Already the COVID timeline, we know when it comes to things, people are able to get serious in a relationship faster. And so even more so around the holidays, like you said, people may want to tiptoe around the issue because they may not know how to navigate around, okay, we've been getting to know each other for two weeks and things are going really well. But then not that you're, I mean, especially in a year like this, not like you may, you would necessarily be coming home to meet the parents, but it's like, well, maybe am I going to, should I at least get you in on a Zoom call since I will be home and around my family? Because I think that if you are going to be around your family, I think that is hard to kind of navigate because you're on the phone or you might Zoom and then maybe your mom walks by and aunt walks by and it's like, who's this? And um, I think sometimes whether it's COVID or not, there is a hesitancy, I think, or at least I've seen or experienced around getting close to a holiday and having a dating situation where you haven't really maybe defined the relationship and Mm. so you don't really know how much to incorporate that person into the holidays and then maybe even the expectation of maybe you're talking less to that person because you're around you know your family and maybe you're in your hometown around friends and so you're less busy and so but like to your point I think it really just comes down to communication it comes down to like openly communicating like hey look I'm going home and then I am going to see a bunch of people I haven't seen in a while. So I'm not going to really be as available as I was before. And on the other side, understanding. Yes. You have, yeah. I, like you said, like understanding that if you're going home and you are going to be more busy, 
Um, and also understanding that if the other person is not yet comfortable to introduce you to their family, so they mm-hmm. are making time to Skype or Zoom or do whatever when your family is not around or when their family is not around, also understanding and being okay, and like okay with it. Yeah. Um, and that, again, that comes back to the communication piece, right? If we're communicating effectively, which <laughs> we all do. <laughs> Everyone does it. We're great communicators. Um, yeah, it just comes back to like effectively communicating, um, just, just no, and making sure no one's, no one's getting their panties in a, in a knot and it was it don't get your panties in a wad. Yes. Like about getting upset about, oh, they're not talking to me or oh nothing no we've we've talked about why and where that's coming from and under you ha- I need I would need that other person to understand um what I'm asking what I'm asking for yeah. so wow we've covered quite a bit in this um is this one like dating during the holiday COVID online app slash love languages slash yeah everything Uh I think it's a loaded topic just because there's so many emotions that get brought up during this holiday season. And like, we keep going back to communication is so important and, but everyone on both sides of the gender line may not be great at communicating their emotions all the time. And like I said, that females, women, struggle with that too men struggle with that too and I think it's just a really great time of just being able to communicate that and maybe even also communicating with yourself because I know sometimes for me when it comes to dating at fatigue um, I personally during this season have taken a break from online dating just because it's like you know what I really emotionally mentally I really just want to get to the end of the semester at work and then also the emotional capacity that I have I really want to spend um you know focusing on my family and my friends and all those people that um kind of just make this holiday so important of course Jesus is the reason for the season but it's just that idea of I don't really want to add in an extra level of I don't want to say stress because I think the right relationship will not be as stressful, especially in the beginning. But like, if there is a lot of that small talk and poor communication, I don't need that extra level of stress during the holiday times. I'd rather just kind of focus right now on just like the healthy and great relationships, family and friend base that are, um, that are already feeding me. And then after the holidays, you know, new year, new me, I'll, you know, maybe re-down the load the apps. Actually, we can do one. We can I, revisit if we need to. Exactly, we can revisit if we want need to. But I think right now for me, I found the peace and the and the beauty of just like spending this season listening to, um, you know, holiday music, Christmas music, watching cheesy Christmas stories on Netflix, and just spending time with people that fill my tank mm-hmm. and. Um, so yeah, dating during the holidays looks different for me. And, but I think some people would probably relate to maybe that's where they're at. Like they are just not really trying to, um, entertain that part of their life right now, but then maybe in the new year, once things have 
kind of died down with just the busyness of the holidays and it being a different kind of holiday season. It's like now I, I can kind of focus on that again. But I think for me, like I talked about, like that is something that allows me having that break allows me in a sense to stay encouraged because I can focus on other things. But like, what would you say really helps you to stay encouraged during this kind of season? Um, I was really hoping that you would answer that first instead of giving that to me. But I guess I can take it first. I was really yeah. hoping because I was really hoping that you would take the answer first. I mean, that question first. Um, I can go first. Oh, do you go for it? If you have an answer ready, because I know that that's not what we do. We don't prepare answers, but I'm really like, oh, that's a hard one. I will, I'll just say for me, and it's really just, it's really something that I've been trying to meditate on so much. And that's why the question came up because I think it's something, yeah, it's just personal is the fact that I'm trying to be, um, show so much gratitude during this season. I mean, Mm -hmm. even before Thanksgiving rolled around, um, there's just so much to be thankful for this year. And it's really easy to have to grasp at negativity because there's so much that Mm. we can easily look at. But um, I, a friend had that I was talking to about, cause we, it was a coworker friend and we were just kind of talking. She just was doing an emotional check and she was like, how are you doing? And I try to use that opportunity to practice my gratitude. And I was like, okay, well, I'm really grateful that honestly, even though this virtual online, um, you know, learning that we're doing in the schools is, it can be challenging. I'm just really grateful that like a lot of my kids are sick less often. And, you know, I'm grateful that my family has stayed safe and healthy during this time. And she, you know, really regarded that that was helpful for her and encouraging for her. But then she also was telling me about how she was, she had recently like heard about a study about how much gratitude can impact um, your overall like emotional, you know, well-being. And so, you know, the slight nerd in me, I was like, okay, I wanted to follow up on that. They were pretty much trying to figure out like, does gratitude writing improve the mental health of their clients? And they pretty much found that overall gratitude helps to unshackle toxic emotions. It helps even if you don't share it. So it pretty much, it helps you even if you don't tell other people what you're grateful for, just internally rehearsing that for yourself helps you um, just on your own. And then gratitude also, um, gratitudes, gratitude, like being gracious and being what is the word? What is that? Is that an adverb or adjective? Being grateful. I'll just say being grateful takes time. <laughs> so I feel like it just also was a nice reminder that, you know, being, having gratitude all the time is not something that you just wake up and be like, I'm going to start being grateful. And then like, it's super easy to get into, but it's like, if you are like, you know, the word says like, take every thought captive. And if every time I'm like, I want to reach and complain and not that I can't be sad sometimes or angry or whatever, but it's like, if I can actively try and replace that with a spirit of gratitude, mm-hmm. 
it can impact my mood. And I think during this time, not necessarily focusing so much on um, dating and that sort of thing has given me um, more, I think, emotional capacity at times to just be grateful for the things that I have instead of like being ungrateful for the one thing that I feel like, oh God, like I'm praying for and I hope that you would change. But being gracious for the, the relationships that are the friendships that I have that are healthy and the family that I have that are healthy. And it's really encouraged me to um, just like look at this season as being a time of like truly joy. And yeah, that's, I don't know, that's what I found to be encouraging during this time. So now that I've said all of that, it's your turn. I can't, maybe I should have gone first. <laughs> No, what you said just reminded me of something that I saw. And um, this is what I've kind of been thinking about too. Uh, I'm just going to read it. It says, it's quite possible to say thank you 50 times a day, but do not have a life marked by gratitude. Gratitude is about discerning the gifts that are present before us. It also entails the steadfast refusal to order one's life around comparing, complaining, and coveting Thanksgiving. And then it just has like, you know, hashtag Thanksgiving. Um, because, and it's not Thanksgiving, like the actual holiday, but like to, to give and, you know, to give Thanksgiving. Um, I think the last little part you said, like just about what brings you joy, I think, um, especially in this, this holiday season being so different and trying to find ways like, you know, like typically what encourages me or energizes me is like, I'm going to spend, be able to spend that quality time with my family. It's not going to be socially distant. It's by this time I would have already gone. My aunt does this annual like thing for the holidays where she does like handprints on um, a, a tablecloth for the, my little cousins. And since I've moved up to the Bay, I've partaken in that and been a part of like Christmas, Christmas decorating cookies and like doing small things that I'm just not going to be able to think it just looks different. Right. Um, so I think for me, it's, yes, yeah, it's along the lines of joy, but I think, um, taking the time to really find the, the, the peace and like, I mean, obviously, right. What is like a lot of the Christmas things are like joy, peace, and love, or, you know, la, 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 la. Uh, yes. yeah, you know, um, but I think it all kind of falls under the lines of what you're talking about with gratitude and like just really being thankful. Um, and I think thankful and grateful are just so different. And like the way I just, I think not even thankful, but I'm definitely more grateful. And I think the the grateful aspect of it and the gratitude and all the stuff that goes with it, that's pretty much what I was going to say. Wait, can you unpack um, that profit? Um, what's what? the difference between grateful and thankful? I don't know how to unpack it. You can't put me on the spot like that. I just know that it's different. Okay. Um, no, I feel, um, I don't, I don't really know how to explain it. It's, I guess for me more or less, um, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's emotions or it's feeling. Cause I definitely would want to have words to back this. And then maybe it's something I'll, I'll think about and unpack at a later date. Um, when you don't put me on the spot, but well, that day will never come. I'll always put you on the spot. I know. Um, I don't know. It's just like, I feel like thankful is more of like an act like you show to be thankful. I feel like grateful for me is more of an internal feeling of like, I genuinely feel grateful for this. Like I just, it's, it's a, I feel like grateful, like I said, is more of a feeling for me where think like being thankful is like an act. Um, if I could describe, 
s- describe it. It's not, I still have to figure out what I mean no, when I say they're different, but they that, are different. That will preach. That's a whole research paper in and of itself. Next time I'm quoting Nicole Stop it. Zarate at all. Um, <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. I mean, I really so, like that difference. No, that's where, I mean, that's where I'm at is just really understanding um, the thankful, being thankful, being grateful. Um, and just, I think when you're thankful, I think when you're grateful, I think when you have this, um, peace, right. And it's like, it's the peace that we have is it's from God. And that's the peace that we're going to get, um, especially in COVID, like that's where our peace is going to come from. That's where the peace has come from, right. The pandemic right now, it's hit hard. And I think in this season, um, it's been hard to find peace. And when you don't have peace, you don't have joy. I think you have to have, Mm. um, I think you have to have, um, can't say you're a joyful person if you're not at peace. Um, so gratitude, peace, joy, all of it. Love it. That's how I stay encouraged. I mean, obviously when it comes back to God, I mean, duh, that's where you and I both get the the final encouragement and the words from. No, I so. agree. And you know, they always talk about joy and peace are are really I guess you could call, I mean, I would say, yeah, feelings that really only come in, in the midst of trial and, and as, I mean, this is, it's not fun to say, but suffering, right? Like joy is really, I mean, that's where they'll differentiate joy and happiness. Like happiness is, is a feeling, you know, it's cause and effect. Like someone did something that made me feel great. I'm feel happy. Joy is, you know, maybe I'm, I don't, it's getting towards the end of the year and I had and I had the resolution around my vision board that like I wanted to meet the right person and it's getting towards the end of the year, but I still have joy in the season that even though it may not have happened the way that I, this year didn't go the way that I had planned it to go. I still can say truly that I have joy right now because um, in the midst of everything going on in this world, I have so much to be, like you said, like grateful for. And so in that joy, I also have peace, peace also that feel that, that, what would you call it? Is it, I mean, like those things, joy, peace, are they not feelings, but. um, Joy and peace. Like a state of, like a state of being. Or. Yeah, or maybe just like a super maybe I would say maybe they're like supernatural feelings like feelings that don't come naturally to us like being joyful don't come naturally to us but because of God because of mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit in our lives like we can have joy we can have peace in times that don't make sense that's what makes it supernatural yeah the Holy Spirit for sure yeah. I I can't that that's a whole yeah I mean, you've been, I mean, you've been dropping many sermons. So I mean, no, I haven't. You have. Mm. Don't put me on the spot anymore. This is unfair. This is like the third time in one episode. (laughs) I mean, seriously, once you told me that words of affirmation was was truly your love language, like my mind is blown. So it's like, I'm never going to forget that. It's the most consistent one, which blows my mind. I wouldn't think so either, but it's, it's in, I've taken the test three times and it's in top three every single time and it's the only one that's in top three every single time and the only reason I guessed it as well even though I'm like I don't see her 
seem to, I don't, it doesn't seem like you receive it is only because they typically say you give the type of love language that you yourself want to receive. And I think you're really good at affirming Mm. others. And so I'm like, she does that so well. And she always does these handwritten cards that like make me feel so loved. And she does it without me asking. So it's like, she's so good at it that she must like it. But then until today o'clock, I had no idea that you actually did receive it. So I'm just going to start ignoring all the stale faces that you may give me um, the next time I compliment you. Yeah. It's just because I don't know how to accept them. That's all. That's it. (laughs) That's it. All right, Grinch. No, the only thing I was going to say about the Holy Spirit is I was talking to someone um, because you said like joy and peace and like, what would you like call it or how would you explain it? And I was talking to someone who's um, not Christian and um, trying to explain to them where I was at emotionally and mentally um, and even spiritually. And I kept trying to explain as like this eerie calmness that I have in any situation right right now where um, it's so, I don't even know, I can't put it into words, but I feel so calm that it makes me like just happy and giddy and joyful from the inside out. Yeah. Like, why am I so calm? And like, why am I weird? This weird piece? Like what, why am I, why do I just, why am I, I can literally feel my inside sounds so crazy, but I can literally feel myself smiling from the inside out. Like I can feel that like I am at this point where I'm just, and I'm just like how there's, there's days where I've just like, I'm, I'm at work or I'm doing something and I'll stop for a second and be like, how am I so just high on life right now. Like, how am I just like, where is this coming from kind of thing? Um, and I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. The Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Where Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let her, let him work through. Go ahead. I'm here. I allow it. I receive it. I allow it. Open arms. I feel like every other episode, we just have like these open arm receiving of the blessings that we just speak about throughout the episode. So we have, if you want to join us right now too, feel free. They always say that in church, like, feel free, you know, lift up your hands and receive, you know, whatever blessings God has for you. Um, Nicole is doing the church, classic church sway, uh, right to left, basic. <laughs> this is a good time to use the word simple. It's the simple sway back and forth. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, we've really covered a lot, but I think full circle regardless of whatever season you may like relationship status, I I should say, even though we talk a lot about from the single perspective, I think um, regardless of your relationship status, this season and this holiday season is going to be different for everyone. And I think a lot of people are going to have to find a way to navigate and be more creative, be more intentional um, to really show those that they love or care about that they do um and so yeah like definitely like we have our instagram page so definitely feel free to dm us we have our um email account a real tlg podcast at gmail.com send us feedback like what are some really creative things that you guys mm-hmm. are doing this season to show the people that you love and care about that you do whether it's handwritten cards um zoom you know, parties or like surprise gifts that you leave at their doorstep and then run away because you want to social distance, like whatever it is, Nicole and I want to know, we want to be able to share those things too with our community, um, including you. So 
that other people can be encouraged and have really great ideas to do with their families and the people that they love. But that's all I can think of. But anything else you want to add? I got, I got nothing. I, I am just, I'm, I'm just stuck. It's crazy that we're just, we're literally doing episodes for holiday season because we're in holiday season and 2020 is coming to an end. Like I was telling someone, um, or honestly, I might even have been having a conversation with myself. I can't really remember at this point. I'm a bit worried. That but, well. You, okay. The conversations with yourself are so intense that you don't know if it was with a real person. I can't remember. I think this was with me. I, I really can't. Well, sometimes I will voice memo, my like record myself in case it's a topic that I want to bring to the, to the, to you so that we can share it. Um, okay. I just totally lost my train of thought where I was going with this. Okay. So this is, I know I said I got my memory back, but I think it's already beginning to fail me. So I was talking about, it doesn't really matter what season you're in. Um, you really have to be creative and, um, my memory's really running out. So don't let me, Oh, that time, that time, that time, I feel like um, I think I was talking to someone else in this, but time feels like it's moving so fast, but I also feel at the same time, it's going so slow. And so I feel like I can't, um, like I'm trying so hard to run and catch up to like catch up with time and catch up with this year. But I also want to slow it down because I'm also like, Hey, wow, this year's already flown by. And I just really can't believe that we are in holiday season and holiday season means a new year is coming. Like, I'm just really blown away that we're doing an episode about you know, dating during the holidays because we're in holiday season. It's crazy. It is. So we have so many fun things coming up during this holiday season. We're not done talking about the holidays, are we? Oh, no, we're not. We would love, or actually we, we would love, yeah. We would love if you guys would join us because we are going to have a holiday Q and A with questions from you guys asking Yay. us i know we're gonna get some um so what do we call people what do we call um our significant other engaged participant engaged participants um we're gonna get some engaged right. participation or engage, mm, engaged participation yeah. engaged so neither of us know how to say this but we believe it's engaged participants yeah. Engaged participants. Yeah. That's it. Um, yeah. So we're going to get some, we're going to do a, uh, geez, I can't even get it out now. A holiday Q and a with questions from you guys. So come back next week. I plan on having um, my words together so that I can complete a sentence. And I, I think I speak for both of us when I say that we plan to come back and have complete sentences. Yes. Ready to go. Nicole and I have this new policy just so if you um, ask any one of us a question uh, for podcast uh, host purposes, we have, I think, signed a, a verbal agreement that we speak for each other if the other one is not present. Yes. So just, just know that if you're asking me a question, Nicole, is signing off on it and vice versa. Amen. Well. Well, as always, this is, I'm. (laughs) (laughs) 
you guys this is what happens with it this is real talk all right well <laughs> i'm elizabeth and i'm nicole and, and this, this is, is... <laughs> <laughs> all right let's try it again i'm elizabeth and i'm nicole and this is real talk real love real god <laughs> bye <laughs> bye Thank <laughs> you.